welcome back to the Jesse Golden podcast. I am bringing you an often misunderstood topic, but one that's really important to understand all about under eating. Now we're going to be going through, are you actually under eating? And if you are the two common types, what we can do about that versus if you are not and really dispelling the common narrative that everyone should just willy nilly be eating more because that's not always helpful either. So as always, black and white messaging is just super unhelpful. It's so unhelpful. This is why I'm so, so focused on education for you guys, because once you understand the way your body works, then you won't fall for black and white messaging. You take the power back rather than constantly being at the whim of some random person on Instagram saying, oh, everyone should be eating breakfast, otherwise you're going to harm your health. Or everyone needs to wear a glucose monitor because if your glucose spikes, that means that you're going to die earlier. It's like all this fear mongering and these ridiculous statements. And if you don't actually understand the way your body works, it's really easy to fall into traps of just believing everything you hear. So we want to focus on, okay, I want to educate myself so I understand how my body works in this modern environment. We didn't have to know these things back when we didn't have such a strange food environment. And back when women weren't riddled with decades of issues with food and exercise, we live in a very sedentary environment. We have misinformation coming at us from every angle. So due to the environment that we currently live in, our modern day environment, having some education is often very, very helpful. Most of it is unlearning what you've learned. So let's get into it. Under eating. Are you under eating? Let's see. Most people in Western cultures, speaking to women here, are not under eating on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis. And yet, there also are women who are under eating without actively trying to diet. So, most people in America, the category they fall into is they are chronic dieters. Okay, they do extreme shit. They get really restrictive. They try and do a, follow a bunch of rules that has them cutting out half their calories that they've been eating. And they're often eating too little during the day or during the weekdays, often a combination of both. And then as a result of that behavior, they're then overeating at night or overeating on the weekends. Again, often a combination of both of those. So essentially what's happening is their average calorie intake, which is what matters when we're talking about your weight. Your body doesn't just reset when the clock strikes midnight at night, right? So if you eat 1,500 calories today and then tomorrow you eat 2,500 calories, your average over the two days is 2,000. Okay, your body's paying attention to the culmination of things. It's not just every day is a binary reset. So that's important for you to understand. Now, most also a different category of most people in America and many Western societies is overeating just constantly on a regular basis without trying to diet. Okay, so we have the dieters who are chronically being too restrictive and then they're overeating as a result or just overeating all the time. And this is why we have the issues that we have with our health and relationships with food in our beautiful country. If you are American, if not, then you probably are just familiar with that in general. It's kind of our stereotype, right? Now, when we look at 
two common profiles of undereaters, and I talked about this on Instagram. You may have seen my post. We have the type A hustlers. Okay, so these are the type of women who are really focused on achievement. They're more disciplined. They often are hitting every single workout. They're eating more quote unquote clean foods. So they have a very structured, disciplined lifestyle. And this, I'm not saying that this is coming from a place of rigidity or restriction. Some people just naturally thrive and are drawn to this type of lifestyle. A lot of CrossFitters fall into this category as well. I was one of them, where you start to get this high off of things being so intense all the time. And some people are just more type A. That's just the way some people are wired. Now, alternatively, we have the I don't give a fuck about food under eaters, right? Where these are more rare, but those who, and we see this with men most often, don't really seem to have an interest in food. They can say, oh, what did you eat today? Oh, I think I had an apple and a bag of chips. Didn't really think about it. Skipped lunch. Oopsies, right? Those types of people who maybe their meals are more calorically dense, they'll have that apple and bag of chips. And then at dinner, they'll have a big, you know, couple slices of pizza or burger and fries. And you're like, how the hell do you maintain your weight? It's because they're actually eating a lot less overall throughout the day. It's just they're having more high calorie meals. Isn't always the case like this, but these are typically people who don't have a history of dieting or body image issues. They are people who just really don't have much of an interest in food. Again, this is I see this more often with men, but I certainly have seen it with some women where they just are not paying attention to their nutrition. They're not really into exercise or fitness. It's just kind of something that they're not interested in. Food is something that is viewed more as, okay, I have to eat rather than, oh, I'm a foodie. I'm excited to eat or I think about food a lot because I have a history of dieting or I'm thinking about my body and my weight all the time. Okay, so we have type A hustlers and we have the I don't give a fuck about food, my body exercise category as well. And both of these can be under eating without trying. They're not actively trying to be in a calorie deficit, which also another point to clarify when people say under eating with disdain or with this sense of negativity, I do want to be clear that if you are intentionally eating in a calorie deficit, you are technically under eating. You're eating less than your maintenance. So under eating, I just want to make sure if you do have weight loss goals, that you're not just painting that with broad brushstrokes and saying under eating is always bad in every circumstance. Because if you do want to lose weight, eventually you're going to have to beyond just healthy lifestyle habits, once you have that down, you're going to have to quote unquote under eat to reach those goals. So another reason, understanding the nuance and the context of behaviors, words is really important. Okay, so under eating chronically is typically what people are talking about when they're saying, are you an under eater? It's a long term thing where months, years, you have been eating in a quote unquote deficit, your weight is plateaued, but you're under eating relative to what would make your body thrive. Okay. Now, if this is, you're kind of confused about, okay, what's the difference between maintenance, but plateauing. Okay. So you're maintaining at a maintenance level that is lower than your, your body ideally wants. So when you lose weight, you plateau eventually, right? We all plateau. That's because you're either you weigh less and that's now your new maintenance or B, 
because your body has downregulated its energy output in order to conserve energy because the risk was starving to death for millennia. Okay? We didn't have ample resources. So we downregulate and then that's our maintenance and it might not be our optimal maintenance that allows us to thrive. And this is important to understand. And if you really want to get, I'm not going to go into this too deeply into this episode, but if you really want to understand this, I did a whole hour plus long masterclass on this, the maintenance masterclass. I will link that in the show notes below to really help you understand what this looks like, how your metabolism works, maintenance, can you quote unquote stretch your metabolic capacity, reverse dieting, the major misconceptions of reverse dieting, super empowering masterclass. It's only, I believe, $23. So if that's something you're interested in, that is linked below. Okay, so beyond that, your weight can plateau and you can feel like shit. Okay, so your weight stable. So that's why you're like, am I really under eating? Because my weight is not going down, but you feel unwell. And these consequences that I'm about to run through, I do want to be clear that these aren't always associated with under eating. These can be caused by just too much stress to your system in general. Okay, so I don't want you to assume that if you are experiencing these, that it's automatically under eating. You might just have way too much stress for your nervous system and your body in general. But let's go through these. Potential consequences of chronic undereating is menstrual cycle irregularities. Your cycle gets wonky or just disappears altogether. Low mood, low energy, poor gym performance, intense cravings, brain fog, digestive issues, these are just some of the issues that can occur with long-term undereating. And this is why it's important if you are pursuing fat loss that you know what the hell you're doing. So you do not just willy-nilly say, oh my God, I went into a deficit and I never actually had an exit strategy. And suddenly it's three years later and I feel like dog shit and I have no idea what's happening. And I'm actually feel really waterlogged and puffy and inflamed. Well, it's because you didn't have a plan for how to actually get out of a deficit. Okay, so potential consequences. And it's important to really understand which category you fall into in terms of are you truly under eating long term? Or are you an overly restrictive dieter who feels like they're under eating because you are being too restrictive during the day or during the week? But if you look at your average calorie intake, you're actually overeating. It's a really important distinction to understand. Many women I speak to, they say, oh, something's wrong with my metabolism. It's broken. I'm not eating enough. Or you hear women who say, oh my God, I started eating so much more and I got leaner. And what's actually happening is they just started eating a reasonable amount of food during the day and during the week. So they weren't going way overboard at night and on the weekends. So their average calorie intake was actually lower and this is, again, why understanding the way your body works and also understanding how your mindset with food impacts your behaviors is so damn important. Okay, so there's a different approach for each. If you are truly under eating, you need to increase your food intake to your ideal maintenance, not your downregulated maintenance that has you feeling like shit, but your ideal maintenance. Remember, if you've listened to any of my work around fat loss, your metabolism is dynamic. It is not static. So just as it can downregulate, it can upregulate. And that's what we want to get to. If you are truly under eating, you have all these symptoms, you feel like crap, you're 
probably a super clean eater or you're someone who's like, I just went all day and didn't eat any food and I don't know what happened. Again, very rare for the type of client I work with. Most of the chronic undereaters I work with are more of the type A crossfitters, more rigid, disciplined. If you find yourself in that category, then you will need to increase your food intake to feel better. Your systems upregulate, your digestion comes back online. Your menstrual cycle, your brain's like, oh, we're not actually starving. We have ample resources now. So your menstrual cycle starts to regulate. Your mood gets better. Your energy gets better. Then you're able to put more energy throughout your day. And then you're burning more calories throughout the day. It's a really beautiful upward spiral rather than a downward spiral. See how high you can get your food intake. That should be the goal when you are maintaining your weight or if you want to build muscle. Let's say and you're not also trying to lose body fat is how much food can I get away with eating? That should be the mindset, not how restrictive can I be? It's how much food can I get away with eating while maintaining my body composition? If that's something that's important to you. Now the approach for the yo-yo dieter, the chronic, okay, let's restrict during the week and then go apeshit over the weekends. What you need to do is eat more during the day and or the weekdays and also work on your mindset with food. Because if you have these really erratic, chaotic swings with food, that gives me a pretty good indication that you need to work on your relationship with food. So focus more on consistency across the day and across the week. And that will, without you even having to think about it, nine times out of 10, bring your average calorie intake down. And now this is the other important thing to discuss here. And I might make this a completely separate podcast episode, but the idea that every woman can eat 3000 calories and stay lean is just not true. And we see that a lot on social media where women say, oh my gosh, I quote unquote reverse dieted to 3000 calories and I still have my six pack and I'm super lean and striations. These are outliers, guys. These are anomalies and outliers rise to the top with the algorithm on social media. And the reason, can some women see that and actually see similar success? Yes. But don't just automatically assume that's going to be you. You can experiment and try, but your body's going to tell you. And we get so caught up in comparison with people on social media and say, oh, I should be able to eat as much as her and be as lean, or it's not fair, or this girl gains muscle faster than I do, or all these different comparisons. And it's just not helpful because her body is her body and your body is your body. So just stay in your own lane and focus on what you are seeing. Your body will tell you if you can eat more and maintain your body composition, because guess what? You will be able to do that. And if you can't do that, then guess what? You're in the same boat as me. I cannot eat 3000 calories and maintain my body weight. There's no fucking way. It doesn't mean you're broken. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. If you feel that angst deep within you where you're like, God, I really just want to be able to eat more and maintain my weight, chances are you're being really restrictive with yourself during the weekends and the weekdays, and then you're really going overboard on the weekends and at night, and that's where that sense of angst is coming from. Now, I also have talked to some women in my audience, clients who are just very small, petite women, like under five feet, they weigh you know, 110, 100 pounds, and they simply cannot maintain their weight on very many calories. And they just say, I just want to be able to eat somewhat normally like other people in my life, like other people do. 
and that's a different category altogether. I can understand how that would be super frustrating on the plus side, you know, just like with all of us, your body has its own built in mechanisms to regulate your appetite. And I understand just going out and being social and being able to have as much flexibility as someone who weighs, you know, 50, 100 pounds more than you, that's just not going to be realistic. So that's another thing where it's just luck of the draw. We have different genetics, we have different outcomes and comparing to what someone else can eat relative to you is just not going to be helpful. It really isn't. All it does is set you up for disappointment and resentment and make you frustrated with your own process when you have your own body to worry about. And that is just the way the cookie is crumbled. Okay. So that is once again, more rare, but these people deserve to have their, their own experiences shouted out as well, because it does exist. And those women I've worked with, I can just, there is such frustration and the lack of flexibility when it comes to socializing, other things like that. And they can choose to live a different lifestyle if they want to, if they're, if they are willing to have their body change so that they can have that flexibility. That's amazing. That's their call. And if they don't want that, then there's going to be some sacrifices that have to be made. Not fair, not ideal, but we all have to take what we've been given our lovely genetics and DNA and work with what we got. So for me, for example, I'm over 5'10", 5'10 and a half. So I'm very tall, but I also have very, very small bone structure. Like you guys should see the, my feet, just small bones. Everyone in my family has smaller bones. So I don't have a ton of mass in terms. And I also, if you have a small skeleton, you have less ability to carry muscle on your frame. So while I'm not five feet tall and a hundred pounds, I do not compare myself to people who are shorter than me and can eat more than me because we just have different structure, different bodies, different physiology, different capabilities. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Does me no good to sit here and compare my body to someone else's body and what they're able to do and what I'm not able to do. Okay. So in conclusion, determine, are you truly under eating? Do you fall into that type A hustler profile? Or maybe you fall into the, I don't give a shit about food. Therefore I accidentally under eat profile. If so, then you need to increase your food intake to your ideal maintenance. See how high you can get your food intake. That should be your focus. If you are like the typical dieter in America, where you're just being too restrictive during the days or during the week, during the weekdays, and then you're overeating at night or on the weekends, then your job is to focus more on consistency throughout the days, throughout the weeks, and see what happens naturally as a result of that with your average, long-term average calorie intake. Again, we're not thinking in days, we're thinking weeks and even months in terms of the average calorie intake. That's what we need to be focusing on. And when it comes to saying, oh my gosh, how high can I get my calories? Your body will tell you, and you can build that over time. I discussed this on a recent Instagram post as well. If you guys are not keeping up on my content right now, I'm sharing a lot of good content about metabolism, building muscle, how to really set yourself up so nicely for fat loss if that is a goal for you in the new year. Truly, this is what phasic nutrition is all about. If you want to hit the ground running in January, I'll be opening up the doors to SLA, Sustainably Lean Academy, in January, 
Use this time wisely. Set your body up and your mind up to crush it with fat loss come the new year. What I often see is women don't take this time to prepare, especially if they're an under eater, okay? Especially if they need to work in their relationship with food, they just keep passing the buck and say, no, 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 later, later, I'm just going to try and rush fat loss. No, you will not be successful. Do the hard work, the work that most people are not willing to do. Get your ducks in a row. Ensure that your mind is healthy and your body is healthy and that you're prepared, you're well-fed, you're rested, you're nourished. That way, it's a beautiful time to do it too during the fall into the holidays. Come the new year, you're like, I'm ready to go. Focused, I'm feeling really good. My mind is feeling fresh. And you will be so much more responsive and ready to kick ass with fat loss. Now, if you don't give a shit about fat loss, I love that for you too. You can have so much fun using this season of nourishment and rest with the cold weather, focus on building, feeling strong and nourished. That is my goal as well. See how much food you can get away with eating while building that muscle, moving your body more. The more muscle you carry on your frame, it's drastically overestimated how much more, how many more calories you can, your muscle burns on your body, excuse me, versus fat. But if you weigh more with the same body composition, you will burn more calories throughout the day. Okay, so I'm flipping the common narrative on its head. You should want to weigh as much as possible while maintaining a certain body fat percentage if that's important to you. And you should eat as much as possible while maintaining your body fat percentage if that's important to you. I want to weigh as much as possible, which means I have lean mass on my body while maintaining a certain body fat percentage That way I can have more flexibility with how much I eat, which means I need to gain muscle and add that to my frame. In order to do that right now, during this phase I'm in, eating as much as possible while maintaining my body fat while building muscle and then boom, the next fat loss phase I do, if I ever decide to do one again, I will be primed and ready to go. And again, if you're like, okay, I understand some of this, but I really want to get into the nitty gritty details the maintenance masterclass, $23, that is, or $27, is linked in the show notes below. And if you're like, okay, well, I want to build muscle, focus on my habits, understand how all this works, I do have the maintenance building bundle available right now. And that is actually, if you get the bundle, you get all three of those resources, Healthy Habits Foundations, Muscle Mass Academy, and the maintenance masterclass for 33% less than you would if you bought them all individually. So that's what I would do if I were you in this situation. You can find the maintenance building bundle details linked in the show notes below as well. I hope this is helpful for you guys. Drop me a line over on Instagram in my DMs and let me know. And I will see you in the next episode.